Hey everyone, this is Premium Sports Talk Podcast. I am your host, Josh Garrison. I'm super excited for our special guest that we have on the show today. He's back. It is the voice of the Atlanta Hawks, Steve Holman. Steve Holman is joining us today. Steve, thank you so much for joining us. How are you doing today, man? Hey, thank you, Josh. Great to be with you as always. Perfect. Well, hey, we know you got a game tonight, 7.30. The Rockets are taking on the Hawks. We'll dive into that a little bit later. So let's go right into it. The Hawks, it's not the exact season so far we're hoping for. They sit at 8-29, and 29, uh, last in the East. Uh, but, Steve, the Hawks have had a lot of games where they've lost by five points or less. So their record doesn't truly represent how good of a team they are, in my opinion. So what have you seen this year from them, and how do you feel about the current state of the Hawks so far? Well, I think everything's going to be fine. I mean, we're – when you look at the uh, the big three of the Hawks, John Collins, Trey, and, and Kevin Herter, I mean, they've only been together for 61 minutes <laughs> for the entire season. Right. Uh, so that's a pretty good reason that they haven't won more games than they had. Um, you know, when the three of them are together, you can see what they can do out there. You know, the, the John Collins 25-game suspension really hurt. Uh, if you remember back to the beginning of the season, Hawks won the first two games and, and just – barely lost to the Philadelphia 76ers that would have been 3-0. and And then after five games, John got that suspension. So that really hurt things. Then Kevin Herter was out for 12 games with his shoulder injury. Uh, so it's very, very difficult when you start moving people around and you start putting them in positions that uh, they're usually not asked to be in. You know, the rotations are different. The guys are playing sort of out of position. So it, it makes it very, very difficult. And, uh, you know, I think the way they've uh, held together and had been, like you say, in very many close games and chances to win. We've had so many games with leads in the fourth quarter. Uh, you right. know, just haven't been able to hold some of those, I think, because of all the injuries and the suspension and everything. But, uh, you know, I think everything looks good. I mean, the, the two young kids are, are progressing uh, the way everybody thought they would. Cam Reddish, who, you know, somehow takes a beating on the social media all the time. I mean, please remember, he's 19 years old. He's played 35 games at the, in the NBA. You know, it's going to take him a, a little while. And DeAndre Hunter is really starting to come around, too. And, uh, so I, I think the future looks really good for the Hawks. And like you said, it, it kind of speaks to the team and where we're heading, to where even all these injuries and suspension, we're still coming so close, like you said, in the fourth quarter and having these leads and – you know, giving them up. So I definitely think there's a bright future in Atlanta. Speaking of the star of the Hawks, let's talk about Trey Young. Uh, Trey Young's having an incredible season, averaging 28 points, four rebounds, eight assists this season. With the All-Star voting ending soon, do you think Trey Young will make it on the All-Star team? I think he will. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I'm pretty sure he will. I think right now he's still leading the uh, East in the guard position. So, you know, he deserves to be there, certainly. Uh, some people I've seen uh, knocking the fact that the Hawks are eight, and, you know, twenty-nine or whatever. But uh, hey, Trey has done his part. I mean, he's you know he's right. averaging almost thirty points a game. The one game that lowered his average below thirty was the game he got hurt uh, his ankle in in the second quarter of a game. He scored seven points, and you know if you take that one out of there, he's he's averaging over thirty. Uh, he's already said uh, he's he's going to be in the uh, or he wants to be, I guess, at least in the three-point contest, and he's going to play in that futures game and. Uh, you know, he could become one of the only players ever to play in all three. If he, if he makes the all-star team, he could be in the Futures game, he could be in the, the three-point contest, and he could be in the, the regular all-star game too. Totally agree. I think for sure Trey Young, as you said, he's leading 
the votes at the guard position in the East. I believe he'll make the all-star team the first of many to come. So I want to talk to you about, I saw, of course, you know, you can never really trust social media too much. Rumors go around all the time. I saw not long ago tweeted out that the Hawks were interested in a trade for Andre Drummond. Any insight on those rumors or is it just hearsay? Well, we're not allowed as as team employees. We're not allowed to speak about any players or any trades or any possible trades. Gotcha. This is not allowed by the NBA. Gotcha. Didn't know if I could sneak one past you, but I guess you've been doing this long enough. I don't have have $50,000 to pay for it. (laughs) I got you. Didn't know that rule. Good to know. Good to know. Didn't know if I could uh, try to sneak one by you, but you've been doing this too long. (laughs) (laughs) So, Steve, a few more questions for you. Looking, you know, the big hype this season, obviously Los Angeles Lakers, and they're having an incredible run right now with LeBron, Anthony Davis. What do you think their potential for that team can be? Do you see them winning the West and – who do you think is going to be their biggest threat in the NBA for the well, rest of the season? I think the Clippers will be it in the end. Uh, the Lakers are ahead of schedule as far as I I can see. I didn't think they'd get their whole act together with the uh, you know meshing of the talent and the personalities and everything until maybe around now, first of the year, Christmas time. Uh, but they've been way ahead of schedule, and uh, you know when you get LeBron James playing the way he's playing right now, he's been totally healthy this year, pretty much, and. Uh, he basically had a year where he was able to rest last year. So uh, he's been terrific. Anthony Davis has been great. He got hurt last night, but uh, he's probably only going to be out a couple of games. John Collins had the same exact injury and was out one game only and came back on, on Monday night. So, uh, you know, I don't think it's going to be all that serious with Anthony Davis, but uh, they're playing ahead of schedule. But I think in the end, uh, it's going to be the Clippers. Uh, that are going to put it together because they are slowly but surely getting everything together. And I think they've got a, a much better bench, uh, you know, a deeper team. So uh, I think they're going to be they're going to be the team to beat probably at the end. Do you think there's a method to the this whole load management that the Clippers are doing, especially with Kawhi Leonard? Is is that the future uh, of the league? Are we well, going to start seeing more of that? Kawhi Leonard has done that, you know, for the last four or five years when he was with San Antonio, and then. Of course, with Toronto, and it worked out pretty well for Toronto. They won the championship. So, uh, you know, it's it, it's it's his. He's the one who does it more than anybody. I think you've heard LeBron say that he's not a, a fan of it. Uh, I, you know, it's different philosophies for different teams. I think as far as that goes, uh, but I know the league is probably not too happy about it all the time. I think that's going to be one of the things that'll be really heavily discussed when they do the new TV contracts with uh, ESPN and TNT. Uh, you know, those issues I think are going to be addressed as far as the stars uh, playing every night, especially on national TV games. So, I mean, I'm personally not a fan of it. Uh, you know, I know Dominique, who does our TV and travels, uh, you know, sits across from me on the airplane every game. I mean, he certainly is not a big fan of it. I mean, I go back to when Dominique played and I called all of his games. I mean, he played every night, whether he was hurt, not hurt, sick, not sick. I mean, the, the one of the biggest things is you see flu-like symptoms or whatever. I mean, uh, those guys played through everything. And, and, you know, Dominique practiced every day, too. He did best practices. Yeah. Wow. It kind of missed that era of basketball with you, the bad boy Pistons and Michael Jordan. And the, you really couldn't take any days off because you have guys like that coming at you. Um, so I love that little insight with you and Dominique. Uh, last very quick two questions. So I know you talked about the Clippers. Is that – who's your pick – to take it all this year, are you you rolling with the Clippers? 
I think so. Um, you know, Milwaukee's been very good. Uh, I don't know if they have the same kind of depth that uh, that they have uh, at the Clippers or, or maybe the Lakers by the time the season's all over with. Uh, I, I'm not a big fan of Philadelphia. I have to see them to believe it first. Uh, Boston, I you know, is going to be probably a second-round team. Uh, so, uh, you know, if there's anybody that has a chance out of the East, it might be Milwaukee. But, you know, Coach Bud has struggled in the playoffs in the, in the past, as we remember with the 60-win team here. Oh, yeah. Uh, that wiped out four straight in the finals of the Eastern Conference. So and last year they lost. They almost lost in the first round. So, you know, I have to see them to believe it, too. You know, Antetokounmpo's terrific, but uh, I don't know how much depth they have right now. They, they lost, you know, a couple of key players uh, this in the, in the summertime, uh, including Malcolm Brogdon, the local kid here from, from Norcross. So that, that's really been a big blow to them, I think. And he's done really well with the Indiana Pacers. So, uh, you know, when it's all said and done, I mean, I, I, would, I would probably, if I had to pick somebody, I guess I'd pick the Clippers. The Clippers, I don't think you can don't think you can go wrong with that pick at all. Steve, last question. Like we said tonight, the Rockets come into town playing Atlanta. What do you what what's your uh what do you think's gonna happen in tonight's game? We got Westbrook and Harden coming into town. What do you think's gonna what do you think's gonna happen tonight? Well, you know, James Harden had that sixty point game against us a few weeks ago in Houston. Yep, trying uh, to forget that one. And he, didn't, he didn't play in the fourth quarter and uh, you know, I think the Hawks will remember that. I, th- I think they're playing a lot better now than they were then, and they've got everybody back now, too, and, and, and pretty much healthy. Uh, Jabari Parker's going to be out for a couple of weeks with his shoulder, but uh, basically, the, you know, the top uh, top rotation group is, is healthy. Uh, Westbrook is being held out tonight for, for rest, as we, you know, as we were just talking about a minute ago. The, oh, good to know. I didn't know that. So, so he won't be playing tonight. Eric Gordon's going to be the uh, the starting point guard for them tonight. He's just back for about ten games after his injury. So, um, but anytime you have Harden come in the building, it's going to be exciting, and you know I, I think the fans will will enjoy it. Well, man, I can't wait. That's seven thirty tonight. We got the Rockets taking on the Hawks. Steve, thank you so much. Uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, stay on line. I want to thank you after again for done recording, um, ladies and gentlemen. This is Steve Holman, the voice of the Atlanta Hawks, and you're listening to Premium Sports Talk Podcast. Until next time, thank you for listening.